Oh yeah, Spence. It's my favorite time of the week again. I'm so stoked to be back here with you in the Ventura Forward Podcast. We're always searching for those tasty waves, hot tunes, fun in the sun, that righteous food, and all the news across the 805. On this show, we've got good segments breaking down what's happening in our community, sponsored by our amazing people in the community, looking to discover what's happening in Ventura from our journalistic point of view. I'm so excited to be here with you today again. Spence, how you feeling? Feeling good. Hurricane K down south is going to cause some waves for us up here, so we'll see how we go. I understand three to seven foot. That's a very good possibility here. Uh, go into the water if you're capable. If you're not, have water wings or just be a good swimmer because this could be a, a, quite a weekend for a little bit of rain Saturday, crazy because of the hurricane, and then the big waves coming in. So let's hope. That's Stoke. Yeah, let's share that stoke. I mean, it was a hot one, too. So there wasn't that much sharing of the stoke with that heat this last weekend, too. So we glad everyone made it through that. And we've got some not only unique weather coming up this week, we've got a unique guest tonight. Trevor Gottsman, City of Ventura, most influential public speaker. Uh, he gets about and about. Hitting around. We brought him in today because we found him at the t dog park, Spence. Bringing in Trevor is kind of like wrestling on that big steer out in the, on the Wild West. So I'm excited to talk to him about today and hear his passion for Ventura. And while someone like Bill McReynolds in our community called him one of the most influential voices, we're going to find out if Trevor feels that way about his own voice. Trevor, how you doing? Dra grab that mic right up to you. Here, um, there you great. go. Thank you, Spence. All thank the way you. up. Get closer, please. Gonna, as close as we are. Yeti... I have to thank Yeti for bringing me to the dog park every day, and so and I hadn't seen Spence for a while. I recognized his mama who brings him to the park and gave her some love. <laughs> Yeti let me give her some love, and she's a woman. He knows who's in charge, and um, and here we are. Yeah, you know, Spence, I couldn't be more excited, and I've been saying that a lot to start the podcast. Each guest keeps getting a little unique, uniquely cooler. And with the podcast, it comes organically with the producing of this podcast, bringing on the guest. Some are planned, like you're thinking about city council members. So we would go through that list and find that out. But Trevor came out of the woods today. The irony of that, too, because that's what Trevor does when he's a public speaker. He might just all of a sudden show up to a meeting, whether it be design review, general plan meeting, city council meetings. And he gives a different perspective that really breaks that ice. And I find myself chuckling and kind of laughing because... I like what Trevor's saying, and his delivery is so unique. Trevor, tell me about a little bit about what do you believe that your uniqueness and your style is something that really kind of propels you to be different, in a sense, and kind of have a different voice? Because it's not the average voice coming in. You agree with that? Well, we're all ourselves, and that's the most important thing. I say we're born naked, expressing publicly, and virgin. And naked, be yourself. That's the first most important thing. Express what needs to be expressed publicly if necessary, but it got to come out. And virgin, keep the intent pure. The intention is everything. It's the only possession we have, and that's how it happens. So I come out the woodwork. As I said, Yeti takes me to the dog park. Yeah. I need to get out. Otherwise, I'll petrify. And heaven help us when we petrify then we need somebody to come and rub us up a little. Yeah. Give no. us a little bit of it's very it, It's very unique philosophy, Spence, where we do come out naked and virgin. 
Yeah, I and I are naked and virgin uh, right when I got married, both of those ended. So I am uh, now fully clothed, and perhaps I, I need a little rubbing. <laughs> you do need a little rubbing. Do you see the perspective that Trevor brings in, though? Trevor, we talk about in the beginning of our podcast, how do you share the stoke of Ventura, right? Uh, Ventura in the 805 makes you feel different. Tom Spence was born here, lived here his whole life. I, I, I was born and raised here. I moved away, missed it every day I was gone. I came back. We're going to talk a little bit. How do you feel that? What made you kind of surplant yourself? And do you feel every day that you share that stoke? And what energy gives you? And what are your kind of motivations here that you love so much in the 805? So you hit the word on the head. Love. Love is the verb. That's the only motive force we drive with. As I say, truth is the eternal. When I arrived in Ventura in 87, I looked at Ventura and I looked out and I said, this is like the Southern Ocean that I stared out at 18 months old in 1955 in my father's arms. I said, this is a place that looks to the truth, sees it and is wide open. It's everything, it's boundless. Mm. And that love, that passion to see that the wide open world to explore, to find out. Did you recognize it right away when you came to Immediately, immediately. The moment I stood out there and I stood there. When Where were you? Where were you exactly? Where were you standing? At the, the pier was to my left. I was basically at the point, at basically just where you r jump off at the sewage at the at the drain the ventura river mouth at the not at the river mouth the drain oh right at right. the drain yeah sort of like right at the corner at the parking lot at the first little parking right, right, lot right, and everything street. yeah basically c street but that was it in 87 i came up and i did it i had no intention of coming to this country i always held it in the highest esteem for what it stands for truth liberty pursuit of happiness um well that what this country stands for is different to what I discovered when I arrived. Mm. When I arrived, I saw people, they didn't see this country, they just saw the dollar. They were all chasing after the dollar and had blinders on and were using all the resources that were offered here to hunt for money. Mm. And everything else went by the wayside and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm an African. And I thought, I'm the only one who does that. I'm a white African. Now I see, my gosh. Does what? Does It does, f ignores everything around it in pursuit of Money. the gold, the gold, the diamonds. And that was the, per the perception and, of, and of South Africans. That was the perception I had when I came here. In South Africa, I could appreciate diamonds, where they come from, diamonds in the rough, let them be. Illegal diamond buying was the number one crime in South Africa. Mm -hmm. They, they had a, a, the IDB agents checking anybody who went out into the desert. Mm. Like the cocaine, like the drug runners of today and the pontoons mm -hmm. of today. It's a different thing. But what we sense, what we recognize, we've got to acknowledge. Acknowledge. And the sooner we do it, mm -hmm. and the uh, more we encourage to uh, do it, we do, do it. Africa allows it. Primitive people allow. I like that because you're referencing and being in from 50 to 1955 in your father's arms, seeing a coast. You grew up on the coast in South Africa? No, this was a getaway. My father, we grew up high in the high felt, up 5,000 feet in the thin air. And we grew up where 
you had to have lungs to breathe. So when you got down to the coast, you could breathe because that thick air, you could swim, you could do anything. So you and were attached to that. To the, the coast to the is coast. what I loved because of the open horizons, because of the sea. The hard earth is a tough taskmaster. The ocean, as rough as it can get, is soft, mm. is accommodating. You just got to learn how to respect her. And that's what, we, that's what we're here for, is to learn how to l respect. And what is respect? It's acknowledging what we're not even aware of, being a made aware of it, to acknowledge it, and then to appreciate it. Mm. If we can live in that place of appreciation, acknowledge what is, and appreciate it all, there's not much more we need. We maintain that. And is that powers. the basis of now your public opinion, right? Because we've talked a lot, Trevor. Let's this I've seen. I've talked to you a lot in the dog park before, Spence. It's been a great time. I've been trying to piece it together because Trevor's uniqueness and the passion that he's conveying here, it's special. But we talk about the process. Where in the place does that implement into the process? Well, for me, the uh, the ocean reference is, is yeah. strong because I was in Thousand Oaks, not far from the ocean, but I was in Thousand Oaks. And I was going through a really rough time. I came over to Ventura. A friend said, hey, we're uh, splitting a place on the beach. Do you want to go? And I'm thinking, a Scotsman on the beach doesn't make sense. Uh, but I'll go because I need a change. When I got to the ocean, 100% totally 100%. And it was, it's, I'm not saying it saved my life. It saved my sanity. It so therefore, it saved other people's lives <laughs> since it saved my sanity. Because I was in a bad way. And the first thing I... I got when I hit the ocean. It was so yeah. funny. On Weymouth, three doors, uh, four doors down from the actual sand, I went out that night, sat down, and there was a red tide. Ah. So I saw the glowing waves on top of everything so cool. else. And that really brought me down. And that's that's what the ocean, that's the power of the water, especially the sea. I love that. We got to hear Spence's exact moment that he shared that stoke too. And it was the water that called me, uh, being born and raised in Ventura, I always had the ocean to get away. Actually, I used to live up on the hillside, so I got to see mm. the ocean. Like if my parents were fighting, I found myself kind of going out on the patio and looking at that endless blue horizon. But when I was gone for 20 years, living in the desert and living up in Seattle, it was not having the Pacific Ocean, especially the Pacific Ocean, being able to feel that vibe, it was really special. And from Thousand Oaks to the Stoke, I just realized that I went at Love T.O.'s, a place I was raised, but tough times. Uh, brought a change, and the change was uh, a great one. So you can see that, Trevor, all these things we got in common, what the podcast is about. Let's find out about a little bit more about yourself, where you came from to get you to that point in 1987. What journey were you on? And you said you started in South Africa as a young man. How was your upbringing there? Give us a little bit of that and how you left that to the States. Well, the upbringing was as perfect as one can expect, as even though I didn't realize it at the time. I realized it a little later, before I came here, that, you know, my father said, doesn't matter what you do in life, son, as long as you do an honest day's work. My mother said, she saw the potential I had. She thought I needed to. You become an actuary, son, insurances, and actuarial science, yes, I can do it. But as I said to you earlier on, that's, that's a life of misery, mm. chasing after, or if we can appreciate, acknowledge, and what Tom has just said, 
just surrendered to that appreciation of nature, of what is around us and everything. And I, sure. that's, that's where I come from. How did from. you find yourself making money though and success? Well, because when I grew up in a country that was separated, that said, this is, we were separated. Black people, indigenous native people, are indigenous native people. We're not. But we're running the show, and while we're running the show, well, this is how we run it. And they told the truth. They told the truth. They said, we can't afford to have all these indigenous people coming in. I can need half a dozen, maybe. Those half a dozen can stay here. They've got curfews. They can't go running around just like our dogs. And they, this is for their own protection and for everybody else's mm -hmm. protection. But those that live out in the country, they stay there. They were there 10,000 years ago before we came here. We can't carry them. So mm -hmm. they, we can't carry them. What city is this in? in this South is the whole country. Whole country. This is the whole country. This is the Dutch. When the Dutch came and they settled, they, the Dutch I were traders. I learned about that. So is it Dutch and the British were there? Were you the more Br Dutch The British, British came later. So you're Dutch? I'm, Dutch no, I'm neither. Oh. I'm one of those probably... I'm a mix. My parents, my heritage is European and Eastern European. Hmm. So I've got Russian in my heritage. I've got Lithuanian in my heritage. I have Polish in my heritage. I have Czechoslovakian in my heritage. I have that whole swath of Southern What was high school Western. like? We, we talk about high school a lot. What was your high school days like in South Africa? High school was wonderful. We wore uniforms, school uniforms, you know, jackets, ties, girls, blazers. We rode bicycles or walked to school. We had cadets on Tuesdays, which you went in your military uniform. Uh -huh. um, and S every boy... Sports at all? Did you play sports? Sports, you played cricket, you played rugby. Elementary school, or what we call primary school, we played soccer. Rugby was only for high school. Uh -huh. And then rugby, that's not American football. Rugby is proper. There's no... You wear a, a long sleeve shirt, you wear a rugby jersey, and that's certain rugby boots, which is like soccer boots. But basically, those are the two sports. The boys play cricket and, and rugby. The girls, of course, swimming, um, that's a, depending on who you are. And then the girls played hockey, field hockey, and basketball, oh. or netball, as it was called. Netball. Uh, netball. And then th sports like tennis and, as I said, swimming and those things were not big the, the schools had some tennis courts, they had swimming pools and things like that, and we had inter, we competed against the different high schools, and the high schools were segregated. They were English Afrika and Afrikaans, so you either spoke English as your home language or Afrikaans as your home language. Oh. Afrikaans is Africanized Dutch, mm -hmm. and English, of course. What did you speak in your house? Well, we were an English-speaking family, but... Everybody has to be bilingual at least. Uh -huh. It's a multilingual country. Today it's an 11, there are 11 official languages in South Africa. Wow. And English and So Africa you're going through school. high school. I love this. What was the name of the high school? Krugersdorf High. Krugersdorf High. High. Yeah, Krugersdorf Paul Kruger, the Paul Kruger, the, from the Kruger Rand, okay. from the gold mining region. That's so you heard of Paul Kruger before? Uh, I've heard of the Kruger Rand, but I didn't know it was from Paul. I thought Kruger might have been a place. No, but Paul, Krug old Paul, Paul Krier, how you would say it in African Dutch. P-A-U-L, Paul, and K-R-U-G-E-R, Krier. Krier. Krier, yeah. 
because um, the, like G the, the G is like a, a, a yeah the G yeah. is a is like a a, a guttural yeah, it's yeah. almost like yeah. a yeah. like Absolutely. my last name would be Gottsman in English G O T but in Afrikaans it would be Chot Chot Chotsman Chotspah going through all the different but that's usually spelled differently and that's Yiddish that's the glottalization of anything is spoken is baby spit. And this is the beauty yes. growing up there amongst the mixture of colored skins and the mixture of ethnicities and the mixture of Christians, every form of denomination, Methodist, Anglican, Dutch Reform. And then you had Muslim and you had Hindu and you had Jews and you had everybody working together, mm-hmm. selling things for jumble sales together, helping for each of the funerals or the weddings, the and mothers or the... And did you find yourself fitting in in that culture as a young the, child? We all fitted in. How, why did you leave, per se? What, what, I what was didn't... The first, what were you you know why I left? Yeah. I left because my father and mother said to me, your younger sister and I, are. Uh, we're going to visit your brother and sister who want to live in this country, in America. Come with us. Mm. So the last place on earth I wanted to travel. Mm. I wanted to walk the Appalachian and the Rockies and um, the Andes and those type of things. That was what I wanted to do and sail up and down the coast, but not. But I came here. My brother loved hitchhiking. My sister loved hitchhiking in the 70s here. They loved the country. They saw South Africa. They didn't have faith and hope that the country could get itself back on its feet in the right track. Mm. I did. And all my friends, we set the constitution. My friends, I dropped out of university in 1974, 73. David Dyson, a friend of mine in engineering, he dropped out too. He went into politics, into law. He wrote, helped write the constitution of the country. Kids who we set. And I say that we've got to make, we all are here. We have our own choice. It's the only thing we possess. And that's, that's the law. You make the law in this country. I can't even make the law. I have to follow it. I'm a guest. I'm a guest. I'm a permanent resident here. I'm still a South African citizen. You know, and that's what's that's sharing the stove, Trevor, because you're so upfront and honest about the process. And man, I'm excited to bring you in because it gives you so much more depth. It was so exciting meeting you at the park and talking to you off the record because Sometimes, and I become a total, uh, not, I'm not guilty of this, but I'm subjected to this too. When you get in front of the microphone in public, it's a difficult time. You can be nervous. You can be maybe focused on one topic that doesn't allow you to explain yourself in a two-minute period. So meeting these people that speak in public, making public comments aren't easy. And so bringing this depth to your story, the substance to your um motivations I'm excited to share because it allows me to do that for myself too because I hate when people I like to use the word hate a lot but I do hate when people like to judge and stereotype by just seeing a snippet of somebody and uh, so thank you for coming in and giving your time and understanding that because Spence do you understand where I'm coming from with that though about being able to give someone more time to talk sure get caught up I've done this for a long time and sometimes you can't shut me up <laughs> when I'm in front of a microphone it's weird that's yeah, very strange. You know, there, there's a guy, Cal, who's about 87, 88 at the park. He comes to the park every day. I don't know if you know him. You yeah. should interview him. He told me about a friend of his today um, who wrote a book uh, that 
he went to school with in fourth grade. He is telling me about his fourth grade thing, and this is, this is kid had the roughest time, roughest time, had the toughest name. Everybody made fun of him. It took him a long time. Mm-hmm. When he started, this is an amazing story, The Tale of the Lion, a book called The Tale, T-A-L-E, of the Lion. Yeah. Look it up. Okay. This is the story he was telling me. This is a local guy from fourth grade. And a friend of his who's now become a multi-billionaire who's given everything away, mm-hmm. given everything away. This is the tale of a lion. Mm. Is something. This is the tale of this town. This is what we all are here. We are all the lion that are capable of following, letting our tail, let them follow our tail. You lift your tail up and you can follow that lion and know the truth because he's given it all away. It's not about him. Mm-hmm. It's about taking care of what needs to be taken care of and doing what and, is necessary. And dude, you've done that in this community. We and, all and have to continue. Some people say that I've done it too. Spence does that too. We're sharing the stoke in this room because we're that baseline that might not know what we represent, but when we come together, we can talk about it. I might be the person who talks about myself the most in this town. That's okay because somebody has to be the point man to say that we have to appreciate each other because if we don't, other people will take that attention away and they'll be, whether they're building more houses, uh, making water municipality decisions, uh, talking about land usage, these things that we believe are our culture, if we don't come together and notice that tail, we'll lose it in America because the opportunity is there for someone else to take it. And I want to get into that right now, Trevor, about you sharing that stoke and that vision uh, within our sponsors. Okay, so let's do some fun questions during our podcast to break the ice here a little bit. Uh, we're going to go Pizza Chief, Spence. Pizza Chief right now. Pizza Man Dan is great. We're also going to give a shout out to Pizza Chief and also the great work they're doing in our community. What's your favorite type of pizza, Trevor? Any pizza Yeti likes, he knows is I don't eat much pizza. Okay. Um, but I, he loves pizza. He is, and that's it. So whatever Does pizza, Yeti? Yeti, what pizza do you like? He loves D- cheese. Now, plain cheese, that's it. The more cheese, the better. That's now, I have it. to ask this for Spence. Does Yeti like pineapple on our pizza? He, he will eat the ham. <laughs> but the the problem is dogs aren't really vegetarian, so they're not going to be a fruititarian, nor will they be a vegetarian. <laughs> but I'll bet the you cheese. the actual Yeti would love pineapple on a pizza. That's true. Okay, now, when you when you grew up with Arsenal Comics, shout out here, we have a local comic book shop. Timmy Haig loves comic books. Did you read comic books as a kid, and what comic book character was your favorite? Well, we did, but we didn't get many. Um, uh, we had British comics. Oh. So we had, um, my favorite as a kid, as a child, was Dandy the Cat. You've probably never heard of that's Dandy okay. the that's Cat. That's okay. We want to hear that. Dandy uh, the Cat. Dandy the We're Cat. We're Googling was right my, now. Yep. So that's it. I don't <laughs> know if they produce it anymore. But later on in life, Undezo and Guishini, the French pair, he's, one of them's passed, but Obelix and Asterisk. Obelisk and asterisk, that's classic. And we're going to start. We can start creating. This may be the start of creative artists because characters express they can. Yeah, you want to do that. You can see that's how worthy you are, Trevor. We started a comic book, and Ventura figures. You would be a top five in the comic book. This is nice, Benji. We're all. You're the character. <laughs> these are characters. These are. We're comics. We're the comic. We're the characters. Real estate company. 
The Ventura Real Estate Company has all your questions answered for real estate needs in Ventura. They like to know who are the three coolest people in the city of Ventura. The three From coolest tri- people. Three coolest people, and you cannot say Yeti. It has to be human being. It has to be a human. Yep. All right. Well, Go ahead. I'm going to say my mayor first and foremost. Sophia Rubacava. Sophia Rubacava. Okay. I have to K. I have to then say Laurie Steinhauer, the lady who introduced me to this, to sophistication of dog walking in this town. Her dog Noah has passed, but Noah has a story, many stories. Laurie would love Laurie that Laurie Steinhauer, out. yes. Okay, go ahead. Laurie number number three, please. Number three. Well, Darlene, my neighbor across the street. She tells me straight what she says. All right. She's Darlene, the neighbor. Spence, who's your coolest neighbor? My coolest neighbor. Wow, great question. Mike, my, my buddy Mike. Known him for years, and he lives uh, right around the corner. Mike's your coolest neighbor. I like that. Mike is, uh, we spent uh, Labor Day weekend together. I got to go my Mike's next door. I, I'll go my next door neighbor, Mark Cheney. And remember, real quick, Timmy's, uh, you know, Brit. So Timmy. he would know these Brit uh, uh, comics. Oh, that'd be cool. He would definitely know them because his, his parents were from there. Good point, Spence. Good so, point. Uh, let's uh, call As on Timmy about these uh, comics. Sponsor number four today. We're going in and it pops into the Nux number two. X50 is our high security detail law enforcement private security. If you need some, Trevor, we got your guy. Okay. He wants to know with his company. What do you want to see enhanced the most about the city of Ventura? Trust. Trust how? Look each other in the eye with love and care. From everyday residents walking on the streets and the corners or more within the process you're talking about at like city council to our leaderships? Is that a fair question? Because me and you see eye to eye a lot. Do you want to see more eye to eye on the sidewalk or more on the process side? More on the process side. I want to see the truth. Whatever, how ugly it may be, how fearful we may be of it, mm-hmm. we need to face it. That That's what be, I want to see. Spence, that might be kind of what Helen said last week when her, when her number one changes was more transparency within the process of the government, too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I agree. That's uh, it's. Yeah. The best way you got to, you know, that's why we always question authority. Even when it's authority on your side, you always have to be careful because of the power corrupting and absolute power. We need to see through all the time. Awesome. Yeah. All right, let's keep going here. Moving through the mountain doll. He is still listening. He'll always be a sponsor. What's your favorite activity to do outside in the city of Ventura? Dare we say walking the dog? Just get outside, yes. Just <laughs> levitate, levitate outside. Where's your naked. Exa- what about where's your favorite spot in Ventura? If you're outside walking, where are you at? Well, my favorite spot has to be just on the beach. Emma Wood. Emma Wood, my God, mm-hmm. he knows it. And trust would be the Ventura Land Trust for Steve Dahl. <laughs> yes, right. Very good, trusting. I like that. All right, Trevor, we're, gonna, we're moving through this podcast, and we said we we're going to keep it short and busy because we pulled you off the dog park today. Spence, how long have we been going today? 20 minutes so far? We're at 30. 30 minutes. We better let Trevor run sooner than later. Trevor, if you had maybe a few more minutes to talk to the people of Ventura, you know, we talk about a few hundred people are going to see the live broadcast online. A few hundred people are listening every week to this podcast. What could you tell them about Trevor Gottsman, the person who loves Ventura, who wants to 
being this peace and this presence, the process. Maybe give us two more minutes of what your message could be to the people. Well, to me, my message is I'm just me. This is insignificant. It's, it's significant to me that I be myself. It's significant to you that you be 100% to you. And there's no shame in it. There's only shame in hiding it. And that's the same as hiding the truth. And that's all I feel. It's a tough, it doesn't get easy. It doesn't get any easier. It always is difficult. It always is tough. But it's that appreciation when we can learn to appreciate. And then, you know, that's how we can sleep in peace. Dude, let's go. Stance, he's sharing the stoke. He's bringing the goods. And he's tugging at my heartstrings. Because, Trevor, you have a way with words that's always brought a sense of just gratitude and peace and respect for me. I want to let you know how much that means to me. And I'm sure you will to Spence because this interview about how you just stepped off your schedule today to give a little bit of time to the community to share that because that's what we need. We need for everyone just to understand if we do look them in the face, we do share that love, we're going to get somewhere else. And you said that at the very end. Ventura Forward started with a motto that I didn't know where it was going. And it was called Ventura Peeps. P-E-E-P-S. We've referenced it before. You know, our first motto was you be you. I didn't, people go, what is Ventura Forward? I said, it's only about you being you. And then we can do that together. And if we feel like we can be each other together without putting a political party or a group or a nonprofit tax ID number or a government agency or a job, then we got something. And so the fact that you come in here and describe that four years later makes me feel like I'm not alone and that we're doing something special. And so thank you so much for coming in and sharing today and, uh, and sharing that stoke. And not alone is exactly, this is the isolation. We, isolation chamber is this dumb head we live in. Follow, listen to your heart, acknowledge what you feel, and then we connect. That's how we connect. Spence, what do you think? Of, Trevor, just bringing the goods. Am I wrong? Am I I'll wrong? quote Cat Stevens, one of my favorite songs. Well, if you want to sing out, sing out. And if you want to be free, be free. Because there's a million things to be, you know that there are. It's a great song by Cat Stevens, and it uh, speaks of this. I recommend everybody listen to that song after you hear this podcast. And, we, and our takeaway from Trevor is to go ahead and get that book about the tale of the lion. Read that by a local person. Look for him at the Arroyo Verde Dog Park and at public meetings all over town. Sharon the Stoke and his passion for the city of Ventura. Trevor, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you. Be yourself. And that's the most important. It's not about me. It's not about Spencer. It's not about Tom. But I love the fact that I can know that if I'm lonely... Can think of you or think of you and know that you care about you absolutely can think about tom you can think about me trevor we're here for you just like the ventura 4 podcast is here for the community until next time let's go